are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have such a fun show for you today. We are going to be talking about the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Webb, I'm coming up hot. I was 6-0 and last week picking games. How do you feel about this week's show? I feel better than I did last week. I went 5-1. and one. Because it took stupid Mac Jones and the Patriots to beat the Bills. Yeah, the Bills played the best offensive game of all time. So you picked the Patriots as you do. Good choice, Webb. Good choice. <sighs> yeah, it was not good. Let's get right into it, though. There are four games this weekend. Two Saturday, two Sunday. This is my favorite football weekend of the year. Because these games, I think, are the most competitive all season. These are all good matchups. I think either team could win every game. Do you kind of see it like that as well? Yes, I do. Thank you for joining the podcast. <laughs> Let's start with the Saturday at 4 o'clock game. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Tennessee are favored by three and a half points. As of right now. Derrick Henry is expected to play. He has a metal plate in his foot, but he is wearing a full uniform of practice, so he is in. Larry Ogunjobi is out for Cincinnati. They put him on IR. But Trey Hendrickson is back for Cincinnati. So the defensive line could be a liability against the run, but it could be good against the pass. Webb, how does Tennessee win this game? Uh, for me, Tennessee wins the game by trying to expose Cincinnati's pass defense. They have two really good weapons in A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. The problem is they have one of the worst passing offenses in the league because Ryan Fitz, sorry, Ryan Tannehill uh, just isn't the type of quarterback that's going to be slinging the football and shredding a defense. Um so I think that's I think that's their best their best attack. Derrick Henry, you can't. I mean, I'm glad that he's back, and I'm sure that Tennessee will uh, enjoy him being back. But I don't know if they can just try and gash the run defense uh, with Derrick Henry. I don't know what state he's in, and uh, I think their best weapon is sorry their best uh, attack is to to spread the ball around passing. I see this game totally different. I think Julio Jones is terrible. Uh, I think he had one touchdown this season. I owned him in fantasy, and I dropped him. That's how bad he was. Fourth-round pick down the drain. Still won the title, though, whatever. I think what has to happen is Derrick Henry needs to run the ball 40 times. You have to keep Joe Burrow in this crazy Cincinnati offense on the sidelines, lead the clock, control the game, hit like two throws to A.J. Brown deep while they're coming up to face the run, and that's how you score your points. You win this game 21-17. Tennessee cannot win a shootout with Cincinnati. Cincinnati has too many horses. Jamar Chase is incredible. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, though he's having a down year, are still excellent receivers. It's has to be a low-scoring game. The Tennessee defensive line has to go after Joe Burrow, make him uncomfortable. That's how they win the game. How does Cincinnati win this game? Yeah, so Tennessee, um, they don't defend the pass very well, which is very good for Cincinnati because Cincinnati can really pass the ball well. Uh, Tennessee uh, defends against the run very well. Uh, I think they're the number two defense in the league in terms of yards given up against the run. And I don't know. I think Joe Mixon got a lot of praise this year, but I'm not really a big Joe Mixon fan. I don't think he's that good. I think he's fine. But if Cincinnati can do what they normally do, spread it around, they can probably really beat 
Tennessee by ensuring that uh, all of their receivers are involved. Do not Joe uh, Joe Burrow depended heavily on Jamar Chase last game in the wild card. I think they can spread it around. They have three really good receivers. Tyler Boyd is really good. He's just he's just third banana in this offense, but he's really good. Um, so if they can do that, I think they can expose the the Pats. Sorry, the Titans pass defense. I agree with you. Cincinnati needs to make this a shootout. They have to score. If I was Cincinnati, I would try and score fourteen on the first. Like use your best plays all season. You've been saving up. I don't think Tennessee can come back late. If they're down 21 against this offense, down 14, they can't do anything about it. The game is over. Cincinnati will keep scoring. Tennessee scores too slow. They just double A.J. Brown. It's game over. So Cincinnati needs to throw 55 passes this game. That's how Cincinnati wins this game. 55 passes. I like Joe Mixon more than you do, but I agree. Have him involved in the pass game and throw the hell out of the ball. And that's how he. That's how they win this game. How does Tennessee lose this game, Webb? Well, if they can't run the football, they lose. I know. I sorry. I mentioned Derrick Henry and the reliance on him. Even without Derrick Henry, they're a pretty decent, pretty good rushing offense. So they have some some depth. Uh, but Derrick Henry is obviously their best workhorse by far. So they're gonna have to run the football. But I think also if Ryan Fitzpatrick, jeez, Ryan Tannehill. I don't know why I keep saying Fitzpatrick. Ryan Tannehill is not a very efficient quarterback. I know why. Can... I mentioned Ryan Fitzpatrick before the show started. And now you're thinking of that shirtless picture of him. That's all in your brain. <laughs> That's the reason. And the listeners need to know that. But please continue. <laughs> um, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I think Julio is still good, especially in a situation like this. All season long, probably not. He caught his first touchdown of the year in week 18, which is not good. Um, and AJ Brown is, is one of the, one of the top receivers in the league. So I think they need to, um, one thing that they can do to lose this game is, is to, is if Cincinnati has Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Tannehill exposed and, and they can't establish the run. I agree. Tennessee loses by trying to, Make this by having Ryan Tannehill throw the ball too much. Rely on Dante Foreman if Henry can't go. Rely on Henry. Run this ball down their throat. Since he has a pretty good pass rush, their run defense is suspect at best. I mentioned earlier Larry Ogunjobi is out. Guy's a run stuffer. He's really good at it. They need, yeah, Tennessee needs to not get enamored with making Ryan Tannehill look good. Try and win the game. Win it slow. Win it ugly. That's how they do it. How does Cincinnati lose this game, Web? Cincinnati loses this game by being the Jekyll and Hyde uh, offense that they've been throughout the season. They need to put together another great performance. If they don't get Jamar Chase involved, I think they're in trouble. I still want them to mix it up among the receiving options. I think that CJ Uzuma is a security security blanket for uh, Joe Burrow. Gets them out of a lot of sticky situations. It's underrated at least in this offense. And um, I think if him and and Jamar Chase don't get involved and get involved early on, I think it can be troublesome. And and like you mentioned, Joe Mixon and in getting involved in the passing game. Yeah, I I mean I think he has I think he has solid hands. I just don't think he's that good of a, a of a running back. I really don't. I think I think he's fine. He's done suck, but I mean, I don't know. He's going to have 165 yards now in this game. You know that, right? 
because you you put the jinx on him. It's guaranteed. I hope now. so. He's going to be dominant. I think Cincinnati loses this game if they don't play Cincinnati football. Joe Burrow might throw an interception. He might throw two. Don't stop the gunslinger attitude. Keep going. Keep pressing. If they play conservative, that's how they lose this game. You have to keep throwing the ball. No matter what happens, keep throwing. Don't rely on Mixon. If you throw like crazy, you can win this game, or you could definitely lose it by being too conservative. This is their coach, Zach, whatever his name is. Zach Taylor? Yep, Zach Taylor. Is he the least mentioned coach in NFL, in NFL history? Maybe. he. Uh, I thought he was on his way out. I, we all did. I thought he was getting fired. <laughs> yeah. After last season, we're like, this could be it. But yeah, sometimes in close games, coaches get conservative because they think, if I play like this and Joe Burrow doesn't make mistakes, I won't get fired. I might lose, but I won't get fired. If you play like that, you will lose this game. So don't play conservative. Air it out. You got a good chance of winning. Do you have... What is the key matchup you'll be watching closely in this game? Well, I think we touched on it. Uh, I would say Derrick Henry and Deontay Foreman, the other running backs against the Cincy D-line, how that holds up. So the run, the running, the rushing attack against uh, the defensive line. That's interesting. Not a bad choice. Mine is Jamar Chase. And it's if he can beat Kevin Bard yard. I hate that name. The free safety on on Tennessee. Is it Bayard? Might be Bayard, yeah. It's a weird spelling. If he can beat him, get over the top without the safety help. If I were Cincinnati, if I were Tennessee, I would be double covering Jamar Chase every play. It's where Joe Burrow feels safest. If they can take away that over the top play for 45 yards that Jamar Chase gets like twice a game, they have a chance. That is what I'll be watching. If they double cover him all game, or if they single cover him. And he starts eating. That is what I will be watching most of this game. Hey, Webb, we've talked about this game up and down. Tennessee are favored by three and a half points at home. What is your pick for this week? Yeah, so for me, I have Cincinnati winning and covering this game um, because I think Tennessee is a little bit um, too reliant on the run. And if it doesn't work, they're screwed. That's why I think they should get A.J. Brown and Julio involved, but they probably won't. I think Cincinnati's more likely to put up 350 to 400 passing yards than Tennessee is to put up 150, 200 rushing yards. And I think that Cincinnati can spread the ball around. I think they're more dynamic on offense. They can have more of a balance. Tennessee, I just, I don't trust them. I have not trusted Tennessee all season. I've been out on them and they have made me look foolish all season. When I started this week, I was like Cincinnati a thousand percent. I was with you. I started looking back. Tennessee beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. They have beaten high-powered offenses. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand it. I think Ryan Tannehill is not a good quarterback. Their defense is mediocre. They have good pass rush, but that's it. But somehow they win football games. They are the one seed in the AFC. This doesn't make sense to me, but I am picking them, Tennessee, to win and cover the three and a half. They just get things done. I don't know how. It doesn't make sense. But Tennessee is going to win this game 24, 17, 28, 21. It'll be in that range, six-point victory. Tennessee has had had time to let guys rest. Foreman or Henry will run this ball down Cincinnati's throat. They will control the clock, and they will get this victory. That's what I think happens in this game. I have a question. I haven't checked. But when did Tennessee beat the Chiefs? 
I will tell you in one second. Tennessee beat the Chiefs and Bills. The Bills week six, the Chiefs week seven. Then the Colts and Rams week eight and nine. Okay. That is the best four weeks of any team in the league, I think. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, except for the Colts. Um, so Tennessee. We were, we were pretty good back then, okay? Tennessee beat the Chiefs in week seven. That was just when the Chiefs started to turn on, turn it on. I think the first thing from weeks one to five or one to six, the Chiefs were pretty bad. And then from week six or seven onwards, they got better. So I, yeah, yeah, they were the Chiefs, but they weren't the Chiefs that we see now. So I, I, I kind of take that win with a grain of salt. I think if they were to play today, Chiefs will get them. But who knows? I like your rationale that they get things done with very little on offense. Mike Vrabel is a great coach. And I thought he was an okay coach, but this season has proved he is a great coach. He's very impressive. He gets things done. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to lie to you, though. I do not feel great about this pick. I went back and forth with Cincinnati, Tennessee. I'm sticking with Tennessee right now because if I switch to Cincinnati, Tennessee will for sure win and I'll feel stupid. Blow out. 100%. This game's going to be really fun. I can't wait. Okay. Saturday, 8 o'clock. San Francisco at Green Bay. Green Bay are favored by six points at home. This is the biggest line of any game this weekend. Little injury update for everybody. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and Jimmy G are all expected to play Saturday. There was some thought they might sit out. They're all good to go. The Packers got a lot of guys back, though. All pro left tackle, David Bakhtiari, is a go at practice. All signs are he's going to play Saturday. Randall Cobb got activated. Looking like he's going to play. Jair Alexander has been out since week four, but he has a chance to play this weekend. The Packers right tackle Billy Turner was a full participant. He hasn't played in a while. And Whitney Merciless and Zadarius Smith may be activated before go time Saturday as well. So Packers got a lot of guys back. San Fran has a bunch of guys that are injured that are still going to play. How does San Francisco win this game, Web? Well, sort of similar to uh, some of the other teams. And what I said last week, run the ball, run the ball really well. Just run the ball down Green Bay's throat. Um, protect Jimmy G. Don't let him get uh, rattled. Don't let him get, uh, you know, frustrated. And, and you know, defend against the pass. We'll have a stingy pass defense. Make it hard for Aaron Rodgers to get um, – get involved with his receivers other than Devontae Adams because you're not going to you you're not going to shut down Devontae. I think San Fran wins this game by like you said running the ball down this throat. If they control the clock, same as Tennessee's formula to win. Keep Aaron Rodgers off the fields, have Nick Bosa get a, a fumble, like a sack with a fumble. But if if San Fran gets two turnovers, which is unlikely, I think they win this game. San Fran makes the most of its drives. Green Bay's defense doesn't scare me very much. I think if the 49ers are able to run the ball 25 times and get two turnovers, they win this game. Yeah, 25, 30 carries. They win this game. How does Green Bay win this game? Um, well, I kind of touched on it before. Getting to uh, Jimmy G, pass rush, getting to Jimmy G. They have an underrated defense. They're not top in any in any of the real major categories, but they don't give up that many passing yards. Or rushing yards they're sort of close to they're probably in the top 10 um they don't give up a lot of points and they have to be efficient i don't think they can settle for field goals because mason crosby is unreliable mostly but uh they can't they can't punt the ball too much they have to score the aaron Rodgers has to be efficient um and 
and uh, they have to score every every single time. They will always outscore San Fran if it's going to be a shootout. But if it's one of those sloppy, gritty types of games, like you said, where turnovers are being um, forced, I don't know, man. It's any man's game. I agree with you. I think Green Bay wins this game by having Aaron Rodgers be Aaron Rodgers. If he plays like he can play, him and Devontae have this supernova connection. It's almost impossible for anyone to beat them. Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback in NFL history. Uh, Tom Brady who? Aaron Rodgers is amazing. And he only has one Super Bowl, and I think that bothers him. And I think if he just remembers who he is, how San Fran did not draft him first overall, he took Alex Smith instead of him, I think Green Bay wins this game. That's what they have to do. They have to just, if him and Devontae are on the same page, and there's no reason they shouldn't be. Green Bay can win this game. Just San Fran's corners are not good. A lot of injured guys there. A lot of guys that aren't very good when they're healthy. No one can stop them. Randall Cobb plays well. Cobb being back is a big help for them. I just think that this passing offense, score quick. Jim, Jimmy G will make mistakes. Rely on Rodgers. Take this home. Game is yours. How does San Fran lose this game, Webb? Well, if they're down early, they get away from the running game. I think that some teams, when they're down early, feel the need to pass, especially if the run game is not working. But if, if this is your bread and butter running the football, eventually, you know, especially for San Fran, you'll get it going. So if they stay away from the run, like like Arizona stayed, stayed away from the run last week. And like you said, if they don't force turnovers, if they don't pressure Aaron Rodgers, uh, they're in trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. And obviously, Jimmy G, if they make him do what Mac Jones was forced to do last week, is trouble. Uh, Jimmy G played a, a good game last week against the Cowboys, but he still threw a pretty bad interception. And we could see a lot more of that if uh, if he's pressured a lot. I think San Fran loses this game if they rely on Jimmy G. Jimmy G is going to throw two passes that are ununderstandable, that make no sense. He is a great rhythm and time passer. You tell the, you said the ball should be right here at this point. It's going to be there. You make him run outside a little bit and throw from like throw on the run. He's not good at that. It's not what he does. San Fran wins by putting the ball in Jimmy G's hand. Don't do that. Rely on the run. If you're down 17 nothing, keep running the ball. You were down 17 nothing against the Rams. And to get in the playoffs, you stuck with the run and you won the game. Last week, George Kittle barely touched the ball. You ran the ball down Dallas's throat and you won the game. Put it in Jimmy G's hands, and that's how you lose. How does Green Bay lose this game? Um, I think Green Bay loses this game by being a one-trick pony. I don't think Green Bay has a very strong running game. And if it you touched on it before that him and Rogers, sorry, Devontae Adams and Rogers have this crazy relationship and rapport and uh, chemistry. But if that's gonna be the whole game, I think that could be troublesome as well. If if, if Rogers can't get his other pass catchers involved uh i think that's 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 troublesome he has you know alan alan lazard and mvs and um uh, randall cobb you said is coming back and um i can't remember the titan's name josiah can't remember his last name uh he needs to get these guys involved because if, if it's Devonte adams catching 14 passes for 150 yards and no one else does anything uh i don't know what type of game that looks like i don't know what the score looks like at that point so I love Aaron Rodgers. He's my favorite quarterback of all time. Sorry, I love him as a quarterback. I think he's questionable in other respects. But um, <laughs> I think that offense needs to be very 
dynamic and diverse and 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 not just force feeding Devonte Adams, you know, because you can't get anyone else involved. I think that will run its course soon. I think Green Bay loses this game if Matt Lafleur thinks he is better than Aaron Rodgers. Last year in the playoffs, they kicked the field goal instead of letting him go for it from the eight yard line, score touchdown. He had no faith in Rodgers. He lost the game. You believe in Rodgers? You let him be Rodgers? You don't think you're the sm- smartest coach in the world? Lafleur has the most wins of any coach in the first three seasons of their career. He gets 36 regular season wins. Very impressive. You also had Aaron Rodgers for those wins. The, arguably the best quarterback in the league. Rely on Rodgers. Do not think you are better than Rodgers. And the Packers should win this game. It's a big F, though. Coaches have egos. Hey, Webb, what is the key matchup for you in this game? It might surprise you. Um, I'm actually going to go with the Green Bay pass rush against the San Francisco O-line. And the reason why I'm going to do that is because I think Green Bay actually has a decent pass rush, underrated defense, and San Fran has a really good O-line. And uh, confusing and, and, and allowing Jimmy G to panic will change the complexion of this game. If Jimmy G starts to panic and he starts to turn over the ball, the game's over. It's going to be an absolute blowout. But if the O-line can hold up, they have some really good guys across that line, Williams, Tomlinson. Um, they can not only uh, run the football very effectively, but Jimmy G can make some smart smart plays and and, and be, uh, be efficient. Webb, I like you because we see football so differently, but kind of the same. I see it as the exact opposite. I think it's San Fran's pass rush against Green Bay's offensive line. Nick Bosa has to get to to Aaron Rodgers. Eric Armstead has to get to Aaron Rodgers. Charles Amenahu, a guy they traded for from Houston, was really good last week when Nick Bosa got hurt. Aaron Rodgers is one of the quickest throwers in the league. He gets the ball extremely fast. David Bakhtiari is rusty. He's been on an IR. Billy Turner has been hurt. They're left and right tackles. If Nick Bosa can get home, sack Rodgers. Armstead can get through the middle, sack Rodgers, force a fumble. That's how they win this game. They need to attack Aaron Rodgers, get him uncomfortable, throw off his timing a little bit. Rodgers and Devontae's timing is so essential. It's amazing that they can do these things. I cannot remember a quarterback having this kind of relationship with a receiver in a long time. Throw their timing off a little bit. Nick Bosa is arguably a top five pass rusher in the league. If they can get to Rodgers, they have a, a strong chance to win this game. Hey, Webb, these teams played in week three. The Green Bay Packers won 30-28. Debo Samuels was not getting carries back then. This is a different 49ers team. You went first picking the game, Cincinnati-Tennessee. I will go first this time because I am a gentleman. Green Bay are favored by six points. Whenever I think about this game, all I see is Colin Kaepernick running down in in Lambeau Fields for like 190 yards in that playoff game and destroying Aaron Rodgers. That's what I see in my head when I think of this game. And that's what I see happening this week as well. The 49ers run the ball down Rodgers' throat. Rodgers does not get a chance to throw the ball very much. San Fran wins this game 24-21. Maybe 24-23, but San Fran's going to win this game by running the ball down Rodgers' throat. And I just... That's just what I see. I think they're going to have like 230 yards rushing total. It's going to be a crazy rushing day. Green Bay cannot stop them. And Kyle Shanahan outschemes his old offensive coordinator, Matt LaFleur. I think it was, I think they worked together. I'm pretty sure that's correct. What do you have? Interesting. So I think Aaron Rodgers is a phenomenal quarterback. 
I've seen this man have no one on, on the field. Devontae Adams out. Randall Cobb out. Maybe even Alan, Alan, Alan Lazard out. And he still looked amazing. He turns guys like uh, Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tanyan, Josiah Deguara, whatever his name is, into some of the best tight ends in football, some of the best weapons. I have Green Bay to win in cover. I think this game is going to have the widest margin this whole weekend. And um, I'm not saying blowout, but I think the six is what Green Bay covers. And um, I'm excited to see this because I think this is a good little rivalry that's brewing. So you did, you weren't, you're not a man. You did not predict a score. What's the score going to be in the game? It's over six. I gave you a score like a man. What's the score going to be, Webb? Right. I, Say I it with it. your chest. <laughs> I hope we bring that energy next week, Coop. Um, 27-21, Green Bay. No, you know what? Let me give let me give Green Bay a little bit more respect than that. One second. Let me take some respect away from your math teacher because that would be a six-point victory, and that's a push. That's not a cover. Okay. 20 – I'm going to give Aaron Rodgers his props. 28 – no, 31-24. Do the math in your head. I could see your I I could see your eyes doing that math real quick. <laughs> no, no, I, whatever. I'm I'm trying to be realistic. 31-24, Green Bay. I don't even know if it'll be that close, but how many picks does Jimmy Garoppolo throw in this game? Two. His average. How many passes does he throw in this game? Thirty. I have him throwing like twenty-two times, which is why I think the four downers win this game. You keep Jimmy from throwing it. You let him get healthy so he can be the Colts quarterback next season and you move on to the NFC championship game. That's what you do. You want him on the Colts or you just think it's going to happen? I want him over Carson Wentz more than you could ever imagine. Wow. He's the most handsomest boy in the world. Of course I want him on the team. That ginger, terrible person, Carson Wentz. No, thank you. Disgusting. What? (laughs) Why did you call him a boy and not a man? Move on. Uh... Okay, that ends Saturday, Sunday at 3 o'clock. The Los Angeles Rams are playing Tampa Bay at home. Tampa Bay are favored by three points. As of right now, Tristan Wirfs and Ryan Jensen, the all-pro right tackle and all-pro center, did not practice yesterday. Wirfs and Jensen left last week's game against Philadelphia with ankle injuries. Jensen returned. Wirfs did not. That's a huge issue for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Rams surprisingly healthy right now. They're looking pretty good right now. Webb, how do the Rams win this game? Well, the Rams win this game by taking advantage of the depleted O-line um, and getting to Tom Brady and his geriatric self, um, just pressuring him. <laughs> pressuring him, actually getting to him, sacking him, causing him to get flustered. And on the other side of the ball, the Rams are efficient. Matt Stafford is limiting mistakes. They're running the hell out of the football like last week. They're a very efficient offense. Uh, they didn't have to use. They didn't have to get the passing game too involved last week. Uh, they may have to do that more now than they did last week. So very easy to say, but get to Brady and make sure you're you're efficient on offense. But we'll see how see what happens in reality. Tom Brady isn't going to be scared at the moment like Kyler Murray was. We can be sure of that as of right now. This game is not too big for Tom Brady. He has cheated in way better games than this. But really quick, did you hear what Tom Brady said on his podcast yesterday about him not getting a lot of calls by the referees? 
that he doesn't get calls anymore. No. Oh, he's basically LeBron now, complaining. He gets the most calls of anyone ever. No, everyone is scared of him to touch him because they know they'll call the call the call it immediately. But nope, I don't get calls anymore. No, not at all. Gotta hate this guy. He okay. He 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 advanced in the in the playoffs um early on in the season when they won that first championship in, in New England because the refs didn't call something. They made up a rule, the tuck rule. It was yeah, ridiculous. The tuck rule. Yeah. Yeah. That's happened to him like four times. Against Kansas City, it was third and ten. And someone hit him in the shoulder. They called dropping the passer that was hitting the helmet. It's a first down. The game could have been over. It's happened numerous times in numerous gigantic moments for Tom Brady. What about what about when um uh I can't remember his name. Uh Jesus. D Ford went offside? No. When when Brady tore his knee, who was the who was the uh defender that hit him? Anyway, it doesn't oh. matter. But they brought in the whole roughing the passer, all the all the penalties penalties that you get. All that was because Brady was out for the season, and they, they wanted to protect the quarterbacks more. Yeah, you can't hit a quarterback in the legs. You can't hit him in the head. You can't hit him too hard anymore either. Remember the Chris Long, uh, Chris Long tackle? No, sorry. The other white dude that was on the Rams like two years ago. He was on Green Bay. Jake Clay Matthews. Sorry. Clay Matthews? Or oh, I thought you meant the guy who was on the Rams who came back last week. No, not that, not well, not that, not that white, a different white. I think it was last season or two seasons ago, he sacked somebody at the end of the game. It was a perfect sack, but they said it was too hard. They threw a flag and they, they lost the game because of this. That's all because of Tom Brady. It's been insane. And he is the biggest whiner in sports. He is. And the defender I was trying to remember is Bernard Pollard. Bernard Pollard, he's a hero. Okay. The Rams win this game by taking Mike Evans out of this game. That's how they do it. Antonio Brown's not coming back. Chris Godwin towards ACL. I don't think Gronk can catch 14 passes and win this game. Jalen Ramsey is the best quarter in football. And on Sunday, he has to prove it. Mike Evans is a fantastic red zone threat. He catches touchdowns. He is a gigantic body. You take Mike, take Mike Evans out of this game, you win the game. Leonard Fournette's questionable. Every running back on Tampa Bay is basically questionable right now. They have one great offensive weapon and Gronk. Gronk is still amazing. He is the biggest person that can run as fat. It doesn't make sense, but he gets hurt. If you take Mike Evans out of this game, you win. How did the Bucs win this game, Webb? Tom Brady makes no mistakes on offense. He has the quote-unquote Tom Terrific or Terrific Tom game. Um, they forced the Rams to make a lot of mistakes on offense. So Matt Stafford throwing picks. Uh, Cam Akers, Sonny Michelle, they're coughing up the ball. Um, Cooper Cups finding a hard to catch passes. Because if that happens, that's that, that, that that's trouble. Um, yeah, those are the ways that I see the Rams losing. Or, sorry, the Bucks winning. The Bucks win this game by Matt Stafford being the Matt Stafford of the last three weeks. If they pick him off twice, they get in his face. He, he has never been in big moments in the playoffs before. This is, is I think he's only gone to this game once before. He's not a big-time quarterback yet. He can get there this season, but he hasn't done it yet. If the Bucs turn him over twice, the Bucs probably win this game. As much as I hate Tom Brady, he does not make mistakes very often in big moments. In the NFC title game, he did throw three interceptions. Somehow Rodgers lost this game. It's still crazy to me, but Tom Brady is an excellent big-game quarterback. He really is. He knows what he's doing. He's, he prepares very well. He will have 
he will have an answer to Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey more than likely. He has seen these things before. That is the benefit of being a geriatric old man playing football still. You've seen everything before. So you have to not let Cam Akers get going. Vita Vea will stop that immediately. And you pick off Stafford twice and you win this game. How did the Rams lose this game? How does your team lose to Tom Brady? Uh, I think they gave up the run. They let the Bucs gash them, uh, make them very efficient in the run. I don't even think the Bucs have a good uh, rushing attack. Keyshawn Vaughn uh, led um, all running backs last week with 53 yards. It's not very good, obviously. But if they allow the Bucs to establish the run, that means Brady can remain composed, get comfortable, and probably get Gronk and Mike Evans involved. Those two alone should be enough to win a game, Mike Evans and Gronk. But if you can take away the run from Tampa – I think that's when you can start to uh, have Brady make some mistakes because he'll just be so reliant on the pass. If they can't establish the run, uh, you don't have to worry about it anymore if you're the Rams' defense. So if if the run is effective, um, yeah. I think the Rams lose this game if Odell goes back to being the Odell in Cleveland. The Rams need Odell to be a great number two receiver to take some pressure away from Cooper Cup, who is their number one receiver. Stafford needs to have 300 passing yards. He had 202 last week. That will not be enough to win this game. The Tampa defense is very strong. Levante David's back. He is excellent. The pass rush is really good. You need to throw the ball and not get picked off. If you don't, if you rely on Cam Akers too much, if you think Sony Michelle's the answer to win this game, you will be wrong and you will lose. How do the Super Bowl champion Bucks get knocked out of the playoffs this week, Webb? I think the injuries pile up and the o-line isn't the strong o-line that we know um the receivers don't come through because sorry the pass catchers don't come through because it's mike evans rob gronkowski if he if one of those guys go down and it's likely that one of them will or i can definitely see it um i think that's how they lose so so they don't protect brady and the passing game is just not it's not fluid it's not electric I think that's how it happens. I, I, I'm I'm a little worried about the lack of Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin, and I don't know if um I don't know what's going to happen. And and obviously on the offensive line, Tristan Works and uh, Jensen, those are big hits, man. I think Jensen might play, but I think Works is very very questionable. And that's how the Bucks lose this game. If the injuries finally become too much, this team has taken a lot of hits. Ronald Jones is questionable. Mike, uh, Leonard Fournette, very questionable. Tristan Wirfs, the all-pro right tackle the last two seasons, very questionable. Ryan Jensen, questionable. If if the injuries finally get to them and there's just nothing they can do, it's going to be it's gonna be over. If they can somehow overcome all the injuries that are taking this team down, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown's craziness. If you can overcome all this, if, I'm saying it right now, if the Bucs win this game, they win the Super Bowl, by the way. That's just 100%. If they win this game, Brady is not losing the rest of the way. That's what I'm going to say. What is the key matchup to you in this game, Web? I think you touched on it before. Uh, Jalen Ramsey and Mike Evans. I think that's going to be the key matchup. Jalen Ramsey, all pro, one of the best corners we've seen. Uh, he has to be on his A game. So that was going to be mine, 
But I'm going to switch it now because you stole it because I mentioned it earlier, you dirtbag. It's Aaron Donald against Ryan Jensen or whoever is taking Ryan Jensen's place. Aaron Donald is the best defender, I think, of our lifetime. Is that right? It's him or J.J. Watt, right? I think it would probably be Aaron Donald just with the, the longevity. J.J. Watt got yeah. hurt way too many times later on. Yeah, that's true. I'm just... But those are like I think they've both won yeah, those three two. defensive players of the year. Yeah, Donald's yeah. been doing it longer. But Brady won a Super Bowl against the Rams before with Aaron Donald playing. They only they only scored thirteen points in that game. This Rams defense has shut has shut Brady down before, and Jared Goff is not coming through this door. If Aaron Donald can make Tom Brady uncomfortable, he can sack him once, maybe twice. I think the Rams can get this game. You have to stop Brady. You have to make him uncomfortable. It's very hard to do that, but if Aaron Donald and Von Miller can get home, Von Miller beat Tom Brady basically by himself in the 2016 AFC Championship game, I think, Peyton Manning's last ride. He beat the hell out of Tom Brady in that game. Von Miller is a step slower, but he's still really good. If Worfs isn't there and Jensen's not there, this defensive line has to eat. Make O.J. Howard beat you. I don't think he can. Make Cameron Bray beat you. I don't think he can. So this pass rush has to get home against arguably the best offensive line in football. That is my key matchup. Webb, this is your team. You are a Rams fan. You've been a Rams fan for like three weeks because you're a Fairweather fan. But because I'm a gentleman again, I'm going to say first who wins this game. I'm going to let you pick after me because I know I know you respect me so much that you want to hear my opinion on things. And I, That's not true. It's a big responsibility for me. I'm going to ignore you said that. I have the Rams to win and obviously cover. I think the injuries are too much for Tom Brady to overcome. Jalen Ramsey will take out Mike Evans. Cameron Brait, Rob Gronkowski, and OJ Howard will not be enough to beat these Rams. Cooper Cup is going to eat. Odell Beckham is going to catch two touchdowns. Sony Michelle will do absolutely nothing. And the Rams win this game 27-24. What do you have, Whip? Well, I'm sticking with the pick that I made nearly a year ago. Have the Rams to win and cover. So the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. Still believe that. Uh, I think the Rams hit more than 27. Did you say 27? Yeah, I, got, I, did, I, I did. I have the Rams hitting 30. So the Bucks hit 24. So the same score as you for, for the Bucks. So you're saying 30-24 final score? For the Rams, yeah. Okay. We agree the Rams are going to win this game. That's our first agreement. We've picked two different games so far. This is the first one we agreed on. Very interesting. Bad things happen when we agree. Okay. Sunday at 6.30. Buffalo at Kansas City. Kansas City are favored by two and a half points at home. Very low spread for them. Not a lot of faith. I've seen it down to as low as one and a half right now. Both of these teams are relatively healthy. Tyreek Hill and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We're both full participants at practice today. Mario Addison on the Bills, the defensive end, was limited, but he is likely to play. How does Buffalo win this game, Webb? All right, so I kind of went over it. We went over it last week. Buffalo strengths, they have a great pass defense, great defense, good defense overall, great pass passing offense. Uh, they win this game. <laughs> it sounds really cliche and really simple, but they outgun Kansas City. Um, and... <clears throat> they limit their mistakes and they 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 capitalize on on the Chiefs mistakes. They need to have a really off- efficient offense. Doesn't have to be perfect like the one that they had last week. But they they refrain from being this inconsistent team and they put 
back-to-back weeks together that are good. I think Buffalo has a score, uh, I would say, at least 35 points to win this game. I think Buffalo wins this game by doing exactly what you just said. They have to score like 35, 41 points. The Bills' defense is better than the Chiefs' offense, but Patrick Mahomes is an animal. He will keep coming. He knows other than Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen, he might be the most talented quarterback in football. He has an MVP. He has a Super Bowl title already. He expects to be playing in these games. Buffalo has to not be afraid. They have to score 41 points. You have to get Gabriel Davis involved. You have to get Isaiah McKenzie involved. Stephon Diggs has to be Stephon Diggs of last season. Dawson Knox needs to not keep up with Travis Kelsey, but he needs to not drop passes in the end zone. He had two touchdowns last week. Buffalo needs to have a game like last week they did. Buffalo played the best, the perfect offensive game, apparently, against New England, and they need to do it again. This game, I think, is going to be the best game of the playoffs. I think this will be better than the Super Bowl. This is the game I've been looking forward to. I wish this was the AFC title game. It's not, but Buffalo needs to score 35 or 41 points to have a chance. How does Kansas City win this game, Webb? Yeah, I think the Chiefs win this game <clears throat> by not being the Chiefs of the first six weeks of the season. So on offense, spread the ball around. I really like what they did uh, last week um, against Pittsburgh. They got everyone involved. Tyreek Hill, uh, Pringle, Nicole Hardman, Travis Kelsey, uh, Demarcus Robinson. They got everyone involved. And I thought that was, that was really good. They weren't just relying on Tyreek Hill for the speed burst. They weren't just force feeding uh, Travis Kelsey. They got they really spread the ball around. They limited their mistakes. Um, their running game is not that strong, so unfortunately, I don't know if they'd be able to mix it up. But on the other side of the ball, they have, I think, one of the, probably the best defense since week seven or week eight in the NFL. They don't give up a lot of points. Um, I could be wrong about that. They have they they have a very strong defensive step. Maybe they have the lowest points per game i don't remember what it is but they have a they have a, they're they're number one in, in, in one of the defensive stats since like week seven and um yeah they 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 don't let josh allen look like the josh allen from last week i think they have to be really efficient on offense and be very sound on defense um as well it sounds very simple but the chiefs haven't been that the entire year. The Chiefs win this game by Travis Kelsey taking over. Travis Kelsey is arguably the best tight end in the league this last four years. He's been incredible. I think he has he set the touchdown the catch re- record for tight ends last season. He's incredible. And I think if he dominates this game, Kansas City can win. Tyree Kill, I think, will be taken out of this game a lot by Buffalo's extremely good safety play. They have two elite safeties. I think they will bracket, they're going to bracket Tyreek Hill, try and take him out of the game. It's really hard to do because he's so fast. But Kelsey needs to eat over the middle, control the clock, not give Josh Allen the ball back. If Kelsey has 10, 11 catches, the Chiefs win this game. How does Buffalo lose this game, Webb? Um, the running game sucks, and they're not hitting their receivers. He's not, you know, they're not scoring. They ha- they're going to have to outgun the Chiefs. I think that's it for me. I think Buffalo loses if Josh Allen isn't superhuman. If he just has a good game, they lose. He has to play incredible. He has to be the best quarterback in the league. Because Mahomes is going to play like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. If Josh Allen plays like he's the eighth best quarterback, they lose. 
he has to be the best quarterback in football to win this game. And I think Kansas City loses kind of the same way. If Mahomes isn't Mahomes, they lose. That's how I see it. What do you see, Webb? Uh, I would say if that Buffalo – sorry. If they can't hit the receivers, if the Chiefs can't hit the receivers, and I think if they rely too much on Travis Kelsey and no one else can really get involved, I think they're in trouble. So if that Buffalo pass defense shines, I'm a little worried. I think Jared McKinnon is going to be oddly important in this game, by the way. He was really good last week. I loved him on San Fran, but he kept getting hurt. I think he was in Minnesota before that, and he was kind of good there, and then he kept getting hurt. He he was excellent last week, so I think he should be involved. But for me, the key matchup in this game is Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. It's who's the future of the NFL. There's one golden boy at all times. There's always one guy that you say this is the guy. Peyton Manning, to Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of Mahomes right now. I think Josh Allen wants that title for himself. I think Mahomes wants to keep it. That is the key matchup to me. Who outplays who? Allen versus Mahomes. Last year, Mahomes won the playoff game. Allen lost. But they, these teams played earlier this season. And the Bills beat him up 38-20. The key matchup to me is Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. What do you have it as? So I had it as the Bills passing defense against Tyreek Hill because uh, I was pretty hard on him, especially in fantasy football. I said that uh, he was overrated. But even as a receiver, he's he's tremendous. He's he's great. Um, he's a tremendous threat, and he's, he's just hard to game plan for. Uh, so like you said, they have some of the best safeties in the league or probably the best um, – best two safeties in the league. So I just want to see that combination uh, and that defense against Tyree Kill and whether they can uh, take him out of this game. Hey, Webb. Buffalo at Kansas City. Kansas City, two-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you have as your prediction for the final game of Divisional Weekend? Yeah, so all the home teams are favored uh, this weekend. Um I have the Chiefs to win and cover. I, I I just think that Josh Allen is little brother to Patrick Mahomes. I think the Bills are just not ready to take that leap over the Chiefs, especially the Chiefs and how they've looked the last two months. I'm, I'm just not ready to – I don't see it happening. I don't see the Bills uh, outgunning the Chiefs this weekend. I think the Chiefs are – I think especially coming off that loss against uh, the Bucks last year, I think Mahomes is hungry. And 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 all the flack the 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 Chiefs got for the first month and a half of the season. I also have Kansas City to win and cover. And I thought I was gonna have Buffalo all week, but I remember those playoffs games last year where Buffalo was built to beat Kansas City and they couldn't do it. And this is I feel very unsure about this game, but I guess to me you have to beat Patrick Mahomes before I think you can beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I have to see you do it. I have seen him be in the Super Bowl or AFC title game every year of his career. And I'm going to keep assuming he gets there until he doesn't get there. I love Josh Allen. I think he's the next guy, but Patrick Mahomes is the guy right now. And I, I'm not, I want Buffalo to win this game. I honestly do. I think Buffalo is a fun team. I like seeing the underdog win. I like seeing a team just have so many losses finally do it. But they got to do it against someone other than Patrick Mahomes. I just don't think they can do it. I really don't. Andy Reid is a, is a ridiculous coach. 
Mahomes is going to pull players out of his ass. We both know this. I do not like that we agreed on this, though. It makes me want to switch my pick. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel very uncertain right now that we both agree on this game. I'm terrified now. How about you look at it, look at it this way? Um, you'll enjoy Saturday. You will not enjoy Sunday. That is a thousand percent correct. <laughs> I I think this is honestly the best game of the year. I really do think that it's going to be a crazy game. I think it'll be high scoring. I think the Chiefs are going to edge it out though, like 38, 34. That's what's going to happen. And Josh Allen is just going to come a little bit short on like the last drive of the game, or he might even deliver. And then Mahomes is going to get like 65 seconds and he's going to deliver too. Mahomes is so terrifying. I just, I have to see him lose to you before I think he can lose to you. And yeah, he's too good, man. Mahomes is too good. I love Josh Allen, but Mahomes is too good in the playoffs. He's ridiculous. Yeah, this is, this is going to be an interesting game. I have it, uh, 37-33, um, Chiefs. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so to recap. I have Tennessee to win and cover the three and a half. I have Green Bay. Sorry, I have San Fran to come up as the underdog and win. So obviously cover Green Bay six. I have the Rams to win and cover Tampa Bay three. And then I have Kansas City to win and cover the two and a half. What do you have, Webb? Uh, I have Cincinnati to uh, win, beat Tennessee. Uh, I have uh, Green Bay to uh win and cover i believe it's uh five and a half against san fran i have the rams to win and cover as underdogs against uh tampa and then i have uh the chiefs to win and cover as the favorites uh it's a two and a half point spread hey everyone uh i have been just beating the brakes off web in this competition all your picking games so Saturday, I feel really good about my picks. Sunday, if I were you at listening at home, I would bet the exact opposite of what we think is going to happen. Whenever Webb and I agree, we are, I honestly think it's like 85% wrong. I, I think it's that high. I really do. It's not good, man. Like when you go back, so we keep a spreadsheet every week of our picks. And if we agree on four games, those are always the four games we got wrong. Those are the ones. It always happens. I have no idea how. That's how it happens. And it's not even close. It'll be a blowout if we say that it'll be a tight game. Yeah, it's bad. I really hope the Rams win, though, because I want to see Tom Brady at home. There is talk that he may retire if the season if it's over. Byron left, Leftwich said that would not surprise him. So God willing, he's out of my life forever. That'd be nice. <laughs> so stand by that. Hey, everybody, please follow us on Twitter, at RookieFeanob. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Amazon podcasts. We are huge on verbal. Web, the Bays called me again. He did not like I shouted him out in the last podcast. He was mad. He said, "Don't make me dress up like Pitbull and come see you in the streets." That's what Bezos said when he called me this week. It was, it was scary. I was scared. I just want to know when you guys are getting on the space shuttle. I think after my last comments, I may not be invited anymore. I thought I was. The invitation was revoked. Much of my family's horror because they want to be gone. Yeah. Well, seeing how as how they haven't spoken to you in years, they're probably not that affected. Webb enjoys making me feel worthless when these shows are over. Uh, thanks a lot, Webb. Appreciate that. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great night. We out.